All right, we're back with another episode of Ryan Seaman and Friends. Uh, this week, I, you know, I met this guy not too, too long ago. I met him uh, at On the Rocks, and my, my buddy Fish, who also has a show here right after me, introduced me to this guy. And, uh, you know, he, pl- he plays some pop punk stuff. And I just thought, I thought he was a nice dude, and I wanted to have him on. I wanted to learn a little bit of a lot about his life. And uh, this is Callaway. So, Callaway, thanks for uh, being on my show, man. What's up, Ryan? Dude, thank you so much for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Of of course, man. So you you've just you just released some music, right? Yeah, I just released uh, my it seems like first single in about a year. It's called "Doing the Romantic Way." Okay. And uh, it's I don't know. I feel like it's honestly one of my first releases ever. Weird enough, like uh, finally having a team back me and uh, just kind of a new era, I guess, like new uh, style. I feel like I'm finally at the point where I'm making the quality of music that I want to make, you know. Dude, that's that's so great, man. Um, so yeah. I want to tell you, so the, so I do this show because I always try to learn how people got their start versus where they are now, you know. So like people that yeah. I have on my show, it's people that like I've gone to high school with that maybe have like gone on to you know be successful business owners or like script writers or actors or musicians even, you know, or it could be people that like, I just came up with like in the, in the music scene, you know? And so when Fish introduced me to you, I just, I just wanted to have you on my show. Cause I'm always curious about, you know, everybody's adventure of how they get to, you know, from point A to point B. <laughs> and so that's, that's yeah, the idea of the, yeah, that's yeah. the idea of the show, man. So, I mean, like take me back to when you were like growing up and you were, you were young and, you know, like how, how did, how did everything just like start out for you? Yeah. Okay. So it's a long story, man. We're going back going pretty far back. So when I was like in fourth grade, yeah, I was playing football, backyard football, Easter Sunday. Okay. And we were uh, playing tackle with some kids that were like a lot older than me. And my foot got stuck in a gopher hole and I got tackled and I ended up shattering my femur. And before this I'd played drums, uh, you know, and, band and everything like that okay and i shattered my femur and i was in a wheelchair and then i was on in a walker and i had crutches and then i had surgery for probably like three or four more years and before that my dad was in the uh we played college ball basketball and i wanted to play i wanted to hoop and then so you uh, were from like a sports background yeah from a sports background but my family always loved music my dad owns an arts magazine um in bend oregon my grandma and I grew up a lot around a lot of art, a lot of music. And, um, okay. So then eventually I just kind of fell behind in sports and I was like, okay, I want to start, I want to start playing some music. So I started some bands. I started being a jazz drummer in middle school. Oh, okay. That's, that's what I, I played... did. That's what I used to do. <laughs> I, that's how I, I got started. Oh yeah, dude. I, yeah, I used to play jazz drums, um, middle school and some of high school, but my, my band teacher for whatever reason at the time, He's no longer with us, but at, at the time he uh, he made me play upright bass instead of drums, and I was so oh, yeah. I was so mad at him forever, you know. And then one day I was just like, "Oh, this is this is actually this is actually a good thing now. Now I have some yeah. you know bass in my repertoire, and I can I can write music and stuff." Okay, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to yeah. derail so the conversation. Yeah, you're happy about it now. Yeah, bad at the time. Teachers boy. always seem to know best, you know. At the yeah. end, at the end of the day, you're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, <laughs> I was I was super pissed off though. I, I guess he thought that I had drums figured out even though I, I feel like still, even today, I still have, you know, a bit to go, you know, yeah. it's it, my, my, my work's yeah. never done. <laughs> I could always learn more, but anyway, so, so you're, you're learning drums. Yeah. You're in the, you're in the jazz band growing up. 
Yeah, I just did some jazz band drums, and I still try to do sports, man, but I was just falling behind, and then in that period of time, I broke, I don't know, maybe eight more bones. Like, I was just always doing dumb things, jumping off of stuff and falling out of stuff and playing sports and whatever, and uh, so I don't know. I just, yeah, and then so I started playing jazz band drums, and then played some, like, rock band, cover bands and stuff. I remember my first show, I was in this band in maybe freshman year of high school called The Catch. And okay. uh, we loved the Strokes, so we wanted a, the name. And then uh, sure. basically a Strokes cover band. And we had our first show in front of the dry cleaners. <laughs> and no then, way. Um, and then after that, in high school, I started learning guitar and bass and producing by myself. And I really just wanted to start writing music. So then I, uh, I took a guitar Americana class, actually, in high school for like four years. And then just really got immersed in that and writing songs and writing a lot of folk music. And then... I'm here now, basically. Um, I went to Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh no English. way! I uh, how how long were you? Yeah. Well, how long were you in, in Nashville? Because I, I I spent a little bit of time out there. Oh, I was there from 2015 to last year. I actually just moved to LA like six months ago. Oh man, yeah. You know, I I moved. So I I gave Nashville a chance uh, during the pandemic, and I for at least you know may, maybe maybe there'll be a time down the road, but um. You know, it it was it wasn't for me right now. You know, maybe yeah, maybe I'm yeah. just maybe it just wasn't my my kind of crowd. I don't know, but um, I ended up coming back to LA, and I just I, I love it here, man. How how are you liking it here so far, dude? I love LA. All my family's in Oregon because I grew up in Bend, Oregon, and mm-hmm. uh, man, it's nice. My brother's in San Francisco too, so it's nice to be able to drive and see him. And then you know, an hour flight to see the family is a lot different from like a a five, five and a half oh, hour yeah. flight with like a layover, you know, it's like a whole day thing. And man, the sunshine, I'm, I'm, I live in the, on the West side. I live over in like Mar Vista, Venice area. So oh, I'm yeah. by the ocean and man, it's amazing. I love it. Yeah, here. I just, that's great. Okay. So, so we're, place. we're at the point in your career where you're, you know, so you, so you learn how to play drums and then you, you pick up some other instruments as well. And then you, you go to call, you go to college in Belmont. I mean, is, is this where like things started taking off for you or was it, um, kind of, you know, I did, I got actually kicked out of college, um, my first semester and then I, I ended up coming back for having, can I say I had weed <laughs> on here? You had, I had what? I had weed. I had weed in my dorm. I mean, you're not allowed to have weed in the, in the school. Oh, I got man. suspended for, oh man, it was brutal. And then I, I had to reapply and everything. And I went back to Nashville and, uh-huh. um, yeah, I mean, I started off as a music production major and then I kind of realized I could figure that stuff out with my on my own and the school is really about connections and stuff like that so then i i love writing man so i, I ended up becoming an english major and i wanted to write scripts for movies and i uh, i still do you know maybe in the future if i could or uh um tv or something you know but I, I love writing and and i feel like i've always kind of used music as a way to just you know tell stories and my my uh my lyrics sometimes feel like they come before some of the music sometimes yeah i mean that's that's kind of, sometimes that's how i write songs you know like there's got there's got to be a story you know when when you're when you're going yeah, to the, yeah, when you're right. going to, i mean i i write a lot of music and sometimes maybe the lyrics like will will come after that but um a lot of the time it's it's a lot more um cohesive if you're able to to have some sort of an idea before i mean at least just just in my yeah. experience you know oh yeah totally like i feel like the music for me is like in the moment expressive like it's kind of a release but then like the, the the lyrics and stuff are like a puzzle and they're like more 
challenging creatively for me, then I like enjoy that aspect of it a lot. Yeah. So, okay. So what, what made you want to like, what, why didn't you want to stay in Nashville? What, what, why, why California? Cause I mean, I know why I chose California, but yeah, I, man, I love Nashville and I have so many good friends there. I, I, uh, one of the big reasons was to get closer to family. One of the other reasons is I just didn't have a lot of connections and, and things going on. I had a bunch of music friends, a bunch of people in bands and I was a solo artist and it was hard. I feel like it's a hard place to be a solo artist almost like it, uh, it's very band oriented. It's very touring oriented. And there's not a lot of like, I feel like there's more, more of like a studio rat culture here and like collaboration culture here than Nashville, mm -hmm. especially in kind of my genre. Right. Um, I have a really, really good friends out there that I, I toured with and I've done a lot of collaborations with too, uh, Parrot Fish and they live in Nashville right now and they were just doing their thing and they'd been doing their thing. And, um, it was kind of time for me to just branch off and, and, and you know, uh, start really working on my solo stuff. Right. I love those boys. So, so when, when you're, when you're coming out here now, I mean, like what's, what's the, pl have you, have you toured off of this, this outfit yet as, as Callaway? I toured, I toured, uh, with a band. I was toured with this guy named Anthony Amaram. Shout out Anthony. And then, um, I, toured oh, I know, Fish. I know him. I, I know Anthony briefly. He was in, um, there was some sort of like thing that my band had to do for uh for hot topic yeah. a long time ago. Oh yeah. And he was he was like uh -huh. in one of our he was in one of our like promotional commercials or something. So that that's that's how oh, I got really? to, that's how I got to meet him. I don't know him like super well. Like we're uh we're friends online, but um he he was he was he was really nice when when, when we did meet, you know. But I, I forgot he was oh, in yeah. Nashville. He yeah, he's a great dude. Yeah, he went to Belmont. Um, he's a good friend of mine now. Like, I've known him for years, and we did that tour, and Parrotfish was my backing band, and Parrotfish was Anthony's backing band, but Parrotfish is also their own band, so they were kind of playing all three sets besides, you know, some of the singers would sing on some of my songs, and, and uh, Parrotfish, and vice versa. Me and Anthony actually have a song coming out probably in the next year or so that I, that I really love. He's really talented. Parrotfish is really talented, and they're making really crazy what, what, moves. Parrotfish? Right is that you said? Yeah, parrot, parrotfish. Parrotfish. Like Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're um they they've helped me with so many so many of my songs and um building my sound and everything and uh we actually I think my next single we're trying to decide yet but I think my next single is going to be featuring them too. Okay. When when are you trying to put that out? Because this is coming out I think in June of this year. I I so I pre-record all these because I, I have to tour a lot. You know, I tour, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm constantly on the go and, and Adobe wants me to turn in an episode every single week. And so, you know, by, by people yeah. like you being a guest on here, I get to learn everything, you know, about, about you. That's, that's, that's basically yeah. the, the idea of my show. That's awesome. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I probably in the next four or five weeks, we'll try to put out another single. We, we were trying to do the four to six, four to six weeks, um, pretty much a song. And then gonna put out an ep and then an ep after that and just keep rolling with it i got a lot of songs in the vault um and really ready to just start putting them all out man I, I love working with this new team that i'm working with brian maroney and uh, mike fish and those boys are 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 amazing and i owe them a lot <laughs> yeah i mean are you are, are you are you do you have any shows coming up that anybody needs to know about do you have uh any, any tour dates? Any? Yeah, we're pretty early in all of that. You know, I'm trying to get the, the band together still and 
it's like this first six months has been been crazy you know I don't know just moving here and, and still working and um, trying to make this my full-time thing I uh, trying to put a band together and then we're gonna just start doing a bunch of shows if we can but our, our focus right now is definitely just getting out music getting out the EP getting out like a full body of work and then uh, eventually starting to try to roll that out but I think in the next month or two we will we'll try to get some shows going right so I mean what so, okay, so I, I want to back up the clock a little bit. So you you were in Bend, Oregon. I mean, was there any kind of like a real scene up there? Because you, you were saying that you, you sort of played shows and you were learning how to play drums and all that stuff. But I mean, like how how did you decide you wanted to go to a place like Nashville from from Bend when Bend, Oregon, when you were a kid? Yeah, um, there's a, I don't know if I'd say a scene. There's a lot of talented musicians out there. A lot of my good friends play music, and since then, I think most of them have moved. Uh, you can't, you know. I don't think you can build a super strong live. I mean, they're, they're starting to build a pretty good live music scene out there, but right now it's, it's probably best to just, you know, go to LA or Nashville or something like that. But yeah, I got some buddies, Leo Dolan and Paulo, this kid named Paulo Soprano, who's been on my uh, new album. He's a Ben Morgan kid. And, um, I mean, a bunch of, uh, yeah, I guess there's a bunch of high school friends who's playing music, but I don't know. I, uh, I went to Nashville. I had a lot of other friends move to Nashville from my high school. From We had this program in high school called Guitar Americana. Okay. And uh, and it was led by Reno Holler, who is just this legend. And, like, he, I guess he was, like, a, a musical director of some sort for Seinfeld. He oh, did, no way. That's uh, awesome. He won, star, he won Star Search a bunch of times. I remember um, Star Search. Is, like is that, that, is that with, like, uh, Ed McMahon, right? Yeah, like the OG, like American Idol, but with bands. Right, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, and then he also, he played in Super Tramp, too, in the later years, I think, and he was just an awesome guy, great guy, teacher, and then he was the dean, and man, he made me really fall in love with music, and he really showed so many kids, like, how to learn and write write music. Um, it was one of the coolest programs ever, I think. I think maybe some other schools started doing it after him, but he really brought it to Central Oregon and got a lot of kids, got a lot of kids writing. So, so then, so then Nashville just seemed like a good. You, you were just like, you know what? I want to expand on my musical horizons. I think going to a place like Nashville yeah. might. Okay. Um, I, I think like there were some kids older than me that I I really looked up to that did music that went and did songwriting in Nashville, and um, I looked at another school at Columbia in Chicago. And for music production or something like that, I can't remember the time. And man, I just loved Nashville, and I had some friends there. And I, I really do like Nashville. It's a cool, it's a really cool scene. When we went to, when we were living there, my buddies Parrotfish, they had this house, and we called it the Reef. And this must have been, you know, 2015. What, what part of what what part of town is is that in? Because I, I do know Nashville right very well because I, I have family that that live there, and then I'll, I'll go there to like visit every once in a while. Sometimes I'll go there to write with. Uh, with some friends, you know, but Nat, dude, what people don't understand is Nashville is just, is so small. Like, Oh yeah. You could do everything yeah. there in like a week and then it's over. But the other, the other thing too, is that like, I'm not really a, uh, I'm not really like a big drinker anymore. You know, I was yeah. at, at one point and, uh, I, I ended up noticing that like if, if I was going to be living in Nashville and, um, not drinking, I just, I just didn't think it was the place for me anymore. You know? Oh no! It's like yeah, they they call it Nash Vegas, and it's like the number one spot for for bachelorette parties. It's uh yeah, it, Nashville's a big party. <laughs> it's a it's a it's, it's a big, big party, party yeah. town. 
So I mean, like when you when you were there going to to, to Belmont, I mean, like where where would you uh where where would you go hang? Um, like where where would you see music? Like I would go to like places I would go would be like Robert's yeah. Western World. I would go to um, I go to like yeah. Three Crow. I would go to uh the Red Door. Yeah, like Midtown. I go to like Crying Wolf. I go to um a bunch yeah. of different spots. Um, I you know when we were in when we were in college, it wasn't like the typical like. There weren't the fraternity parties. There weren't, like, the house parties, really. So what people would do is everywhere in Nashville, I think because the tornadoes and a bunch of old houses, they would have these big basements. So we just throw huge basement shows. And, oh, uh, you know, it'd be, like, 500 people in a house, and we'd run the PA speakers all through and put one in every single room. And then we'd charge $5, and we'd do, like, a keg party and, oh um, you know, charge, and everybody get wristbands, and then, We'd sell taquitos and hot dogs. What? That's how we ended up paying rent, and we would just put these shows on and just pack them out. See, that, and, that's the kind uh, of shit I want to talk about. Okay, so, like, when you were doing these, like, when you were doing these, like, shows, I mean, what, um, were, were you meeting, like, anybody, were you meeting anybody, like, new? Just just from throwing on these oh, events? Oh, yeah, I mean, or? yeah, that, that was just the whole thing. Every single weekend. I mean, we Every would weekend? these house parties. I mean, <laughs> we have a song... 40s it goes i'm drinking 40s every weekend it's almost every weekend man we lived we lived that for a little bit we, we did the 40s <laughs> music video and uh-huh. we, we threw a basement show and we we had a budget of like 200 bucks or okay. maybe it was like 400 bucks or something like that it must have been because we went and we bought like 240 ounce like cold 45 and everything we just threw this one for free and we had the film crew come in, and we gave every single person a forty. Oh my god! And, uh, is that and out on? Just, is like, that out on the internet right now? Is that like in in the world? Yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube. It's um, it's called "Are You Kidding?" in parentheses forties. Calvin Martin, and uh, that's a good taste of these house parties. If you're wondering what they look like, you know. So it was like a re- It was a real house party, but you just decided you you just decided to film some of it, and then everybody got free alcohol. <laughs> yeah, they were just, they were house parties, but they were just in these concrete basements, dusty ass, but we built a stage that was like, you know, six inches high, not that high, and we'd, we'd have a bunch of different bands play, and then other houses would do the same exact thing, and we'd ended up just doing this, like, it, it had the coolest indie music scene of my entire life was the Belmont house show scene, like, I've, I've never seen anything like it, it was, it was so welcoming, too, it was just bands bringing other bands in, and really amazing bands have all come through that i mean i i couldn't can't speak for sure but there's so many belmont bands that i assume played the house shows that are that are pretty decently big bands nowadays um, what 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 bands are those cool you guys um some off the top of my head there's some bands that we play a lot of shows with like things with feathers or um graham is this band called uh graham lotterman uh hardcastle hardcastle um okay yeah i gotta think um but, uh, I mean, the, the Nashville scene was cool. I mean, there was, like, huge names in there that weren't quite in it, but there were all Nashville guys, and we'd go see them play at, like, uh, the High Watt and Cannery Ballroom. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Briss and Maroney's one of my favorite Nashville artists. I think he's just so good, man. He's so talented. And then, uh, have you ever heard of him? No. I mean, are these, are these, all, like, are these all, like, indie people? Or are they, like, country? Or, like, what, what, what kind of music is it? A lot of indie rock, alternative rock. Briston Maroney has that song, Freaking Out on the Interstate. He's blowing up. He's huge. Um, 
I'm trying to think off the top of my head. You know, I know I'm missing people, which isn't good. Yeah. Good, but, uh, All right. Well, hey, real quick, but it was, we, we got to go to a commercial break. We're at, we're at that point in the program, which, yeah, is, yeah. which is crazy because this has been going by so fast. Um, <laughs> all right, so we'll be right back, and we'll we'll have Callaway when uh, when we return here on Adobe Radio. <laughs> Callaway, that story was so funny, man. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm just I'm just fucking with you. Uh, I do this thing where every time I come back in, I just I uh, I, I try to make people laugh. You know, I've done this on every episode now. It's really stupid. I don't know why I'm continuing to do it. I've done like eighty of these now. You know. So I love it. I, I love used it. to I, I used to turn in good mystery. Yeah, I I used to turn in like um an episode every other week, but now Adobe is like, well, Ryan, you know, there's billboards out there with your face on it, so you got you got to start doing this every <laughs> single week for Adobe Radio. <laughs> wow. And so That's yeah, pretty cool. How's there, that feel? Oh, it's it's you know what? It's kind of it's kind of crazy because like I don't know. It's the, the billboards have had there's there's like some in like Chicago, New York, and in L. A. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, who's listening to this? Who's listening to me right now? You know what I mean? You ever, you ever feel <laughs> that way? Amazing. Like, like when you get like streams oh, yeah. or something, you're like, how is this happening? Like who, who's actually yeah. like tuning in and like who, who's picking up the song? Who's picking up like, you know, the station? Who's, who's, who's behind all of this? That's all. That's oh, all. That's day. all I wonder, every man. Every day with the streams. <laughs> yeah. Every day with the streams. I feel you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're so I, we're uh, back. So so what I'm learning about you, Cal, because I don't know you like super well. I'm learning that you grew up in Bend, Oregon. Tell me if I'm telling this right. So th- this is the summary so far: is you grew up in Bend, Oregon. You decided you wanted to play drums, and then you you moved into guitar. You got influenced in high school, and then you you somehow ended up in Nashville. And then when you were in school, you were throwing on these like awesome parties and events. And there's like some like indie bands that would play your house parties and now they've they've got somewhat of a name you know around town yeah and uh and now and now we're at the point of your story where you're like you're you're about to move to la so so walk walk me through all this so like why why did you decide you didn't want to be in nashville anymore man i think like you said like it's a it's a big party town so like i i really did like reach out of that and um, a lot of people i i would hang with just be pardoned all the time. And it wasn't good for me. You know, I was trying to, trying to just, I just needed to do something new, you know, I guess. Uh, and it got repetitive. It's like, you know, you, I lived there for four years. I graduated college, COVID hit. And I was uh, still there for a year, just kind of doing the same thing. And I wasn't really able to, to go out much. And I right. was, it felt just kind of like the same thing over and over again. And I was, I guess I'm just kind of one of those people that just like to keep moving and, and keep going to different places and never get too comfortable. I, I want to stay uncomfortable. If I right. Can, you know what I mean? De- hey, um, LA is definitely the place for that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I moved Dude, out yeah, here. Real, man. It's yeah. crazy. I moved out here in like 2003 and I didn't, I didn't know like a fucking soul. I didn't know anybody. And so I spent yeah. a lot of my time, like I, I had just joined the band when I moved out here though. So I, I got kind of lucky, but we weren't really active. You know, I got like a, I I almost signed like a super whack production deal when I was like, when I was a kid. (laughs) Yeah. And I I almost signed. I I hear horror stories of those, man. Yeah. So when did you move out here? How uh, old were you? So I moved, I moved out to LA in 2003. I was, I was 19 at the time. So I've been out here for almost 20 years. I left, I left for a little bit. Like I I left for like maybe two years and I just kind of like packed up all my crap and just went on the road. 
you know, I was like playing with bands and stuff. And then I had to yeah. do the whole like move back in with my parents for like six months, you know, somewhere in there. Oh, and yeah. Then, uh, oh, yeah. And then I, and then, there. yep. And then when the pandemic hit, I was like, okay, LA is, is super whack. I need to leave. I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing with my life. So I, I went to Nashville for, you know, four months. And then I decided I needed to, I needed mm-hmm. to come back here because I missed it so much. And I, and I heard that the world was like sort of opening up again. But I feel like during the pandemic, it was, it was a, it was a time to where you really found out what was important to you. And, you know, yeah. and family is like everything. My family's in Nashville. So I, I got to spend some time with them for a little bit as, as the world was, was, was like over or so it seemed, you know? Yeah. So, well, if, if you could give me any advice for just being, you know, so you've been doing this for, for a good amount of time now, if you could give me any advice, somebody who's fresh out here six months, basically just getting into starting all this music stuff, like what, what advice would you give me? What was your favorite part of this touring or Callaway, I'm so or? I'm so glad you asked me that question because I have this this is the same sort of I every show I've ever been on I've I've always said this to people right mm-hmm. is that nine times out of ten bands fail but the one in ten that don't fail were the ones that were too stupid to stop and that's <laughs> and, yeah. and that's music man but I mean like when I when I came out here I think, you know, I, I didn't have a girlfriend for like the longest time. I just, I just kind of kept my head down and just focused on like trying to work a job. But then also at night, I mean, I, I I don't think I got more, probably like the first like three years of me living in Los Angeles. I don't think I got more than five hours of sleep at night. I just kind of knew what I was, (laughs) I was trying to destined to do. So I was like working, you know, a couple, a couple jobs. And then at night I would just make the the band thing, my thing, you know, and I'd, I'd go to my rehearsals and I'd go like out to shows or bars. And I, I'd, I'd meet like a lot of people, you know? And, yeah. uh, and then I, yeah. I, I made friends and then I continued to hang with those friends. And, you know, I just tried, I tried to be nice to, to everybody I'd yeah, come in contact yeah. with, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's just it's just about being a good dude, and and if um you know cl- clearly you have a lot of people that are, are supporting you because Fish was like, hey man, you really you get this Callaway guy on on your show, and I just was like, all right, Fish well, always looking out for him, yeah, man. Fish Fish is he, he's the dude, you know, I I love him, and he he's looked out for me as well. So I mean, like, just look, yeah. just moving out here is just it's just knowing that like you're gonna get a lot of um in L.A. you're gonna get a lot of no's before you get yeses, and so my advice to just any musician coming up is just just keep going, you know. It could it could take years yeah. before people even know your name, you know. Yeah. And that's and of it's, course, again, yeah. it it took me a dude. It took me so long, man. <laughs> I mean, from yeah. from the time I like moved out here. I mean, because I've been playing in bands since I was like you know fourteen, thirteen or fourteen years old. Um, but I really got to like not work like a job job where I had to clock in and clock out every day in the, in two thousand five. And then since then, it's just been kind of, you know, it's it's been rough. You know, there, there's, there's been some silver linings, but, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of high highs yeah. and low lows. So, yeah, dude, I feel that, man. I mean, in these first six months, that sounds very similar to your first, first couple years, man. I just, just trying to get out there, dude, and, and risking it and being stupid enough to not stop. Is, I couldn't have said it better myself. No, it's, man, it's know, true, awesome. man. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no matter yeah. what, it's, it's, it's against all odds. You know, because there's so like in Nashville too. It just seems like it's it would be so hard to make it out there because every person that is in Nashville is trying to do music. I feel. Oh you yeah, know? oh yeah, and they're all like already in bands, right? <laughs> they're already like already doing their things. Like this out here is like, I don't know. It's it's definitely 
a bigger pond, but there's just more things and there's more people and there's more studios and, and, uh, and it's easy to like sift through it. I think it, it takes longer, but like it, right. you can find the things that you're actually looking for. So what, okay. I didn't even ask you this, but like, how old are you? <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 24 right now. Okay. And I am going to be 25 on Monday. 25. Oh, okay. So by the time this airs, it'll, you will already been 25 for, for a few months. Yep. I'll be 25 years old, which is crazy. Cause I feel like COVID man, I was 22 <laughs> right before all this happened. And now I'm just 25, which is wild. But, um, yeah, I'm going to be 25. I got a beard now. It's pretty sweet. You got a beard. Is that what you said? Yeah, I got a beard. I'm looking. I'm looking the part. I'm looking 25. You know what? I also too have a beard. I I haven't shaved since I got home from my my last tour. So. Oh yeah. Well, Cal, I have the COVID beard, man. I just haven't stopped either. The COVID beard. Okay, so Cal, like, tell me, tell me who you grew up listening to. Like, who made you want to play music? You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good question. I um. Just just give it to me. You know, man, just tell me, tell me, yeah. tell me all the things. My dad, he put me on to so much music growing up. My mom loved country music. I didn't love it as much. My dad loved Paul Simon. He was He's like my my Beatles, if that makes sense. He's such oh, an yeah. awesome songwriter, and, and I love I love how I like articulated it is. And he's, he's awesome. I love Paul Simon. I love reggae. Um, when I started really listening to my own music, I started on, like, you know, All American Rejects, I think, was the first CD I bought. And then it was, like, Bowling for Soup. And then it was like Green Day. And then eventually I started listening to more hip hop. I think I, I got a decent hip hop influence kind of in my music, but it's more of the softer, like storytelling stuff. Like I love Kid Cudi and all the live guitars and how he does his thing, like his prayer, Man on the Moon. That's one of my favorite albums of all time. I love The Strokes, Julian Casablanca's. I think my favorite song of all time might be I'll Try Anything Once. Um, the version on YouTube, not the not the live version on Spotify. Okay, that might be my favorite song of all time. Like the the storytelling and 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 his lyrics are just like unmatched for me. And um, I loved Swayze and Cisco growing up, and there's there's big influence of that. And uh, just that like beachy hip hop, feel good, um, fun kind of thing. I listened to a lot of that when I was uh, middle school, high school. Um, I love Air, another awesome uh, guitar pop hip hop band. We will, I guess. Um, and I'm trying to think. Recently, I've just been into a lot of uh, the Growlers, who Julian Casablancas produces, and the Killers. And I love Courtney Barnett. Um, so you're getting into a lot of like well, indie stuff now. That. Yeah, I'm getting into a lot more indie stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. So like when I when I was growing up, it was all like. Um, so I, I, you know, my dad introduced me to like the Beatles and that was like one of my favorite things until, until I branched off on my own. And I, I, I found Green Day at a, at a record shop. I saw, I saw the big, uh, dookie sign and it had like, oh, yeah. you know, it, it just said Green Whoa. Day and it was like this big cartoon and shit's exploding and all the stuff. And I was like, who, who, who is this band? So I listened to it and it just really spoke to me. And then I tried to find other bands, um, that were like them. And then I grew up in like, you know, the. I guess the, the the punk rock scene in, in Utah, and then I started getting into like ska music, and I started getting into like indie music, Indian alternative, and then 
kind of revo- and, then, yeah. and then I got into like kind of heavier hardcore music and then it, and then I've been kind of like into like heavy you know yeah heavy hardcore and then I was gonna say like it's gone back to like indie rock recently you know but throughout like yeah, my cool. th- but throughout like high school is like when I really found just everything you know yeah like I got involved in like a local like you scene progress like like why do you think you think it's just kind of representative of what you're like of, of like what you're living through at that time or like do you yeah, think maybe. you just like you know, it, mature. Yeah, it was. It was like my like... friends. I think. I think it was like people I was hanging around that would influence me too. I'd be like, oh, like what's what's this Blink One Eighty Two thing? Oh, Travis Barker, what a badass drummer. I mean, I actually I found um the Aquabats yeah. before I found Blink One Eighty Two with with Travis. You know, like I I was familiar with like Blink, but I actually you know it's funny. I actually went to the show where uh, the Aquabats opened up from Blink One Eighty Two and Primus, and and Travis was not yet in Blink. He was playing for the Aquabats, and I think that was the tour. That they uh, that Blink One Eighty Two stole not stole but like they they recruited Travis to come play the drums, you know, later on. So I, I I've yeah, been following Travis cool. Barker's career for um, o- over twenty years now, but um he was he was a big influence. Oh, and now on me. he's just massive. He's, he's yeah. So he was. Uh, so he's one of your favorite drummers. He was one of my favorite drummers. Yeah, at, at at the time. So like it was like him and Trey Cool and Dave Grohl and yeah. Taylor Hawkins yeah. and uh, and then I started getting into you know I started getting into like. Like John Bonham was another was another influence, and then I started getting oh, like yeah. jazz stuff. Yeah. Like uh, there was this guy Louis Belson. He was one of like the first people to do uh, double bass for uh, for like jazz, and I thought that was really cool oh, and yeah. unheard of. Um, that is sweet. I actually, you know, I've never even heard of him, dude. I have to check that out. Yeah, Louis Belson. Yeah, he's a, he's a great drummer. He he was kind of like in the vein of like uh, Buddy Rich. I just I feel like Buddy Rich was more uh, was more technical, uh-huh. you know. So yeah. another great drummer, but yeah, there's there's so many for sure. Yeah, there's so there's so many great there's so many great things like that that I just got to be exposed to growing up. I had we had a really awesome uh, jazz program in my school. Um, mm-hmm. I got to go see this guy Dave Brubeck, who was a bit big influence. Um, he 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 performed that song Take Five. I don't know if you remember that song or not, but it was like a jazz. Oh yeah, yeah. Tune. Yeah, it was a jazz I tune where the song that. was in like five four. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, that's basically would, everything about me. And, uh... In middle school, I would we played that song. I think it was the first song that I played that wasn't in four four. Really? Yeah, take five. And yeah. then and then my second song yeah. that I played that wasn't um wasn't in well, it wasn't five five or sorry five four was uh the Mission Impossible uh theme song. Oh, that's that's so also sweet. five four. Da, 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 da. You know what you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so yeah, that's so. So all right, Callaway. So we got to take a quick commercial break again. And then when we get back, yeah, yeah. we will uh, conclude this this interview with you. All right, so we'll we'll be right back. Awesome, thanks so much, Ryan. <laughs> Callaway, jeez, oh, what's oh, going wow. on? That was roll. Yeah, that was that oh, was rough. God. That was really rough. <laughs> it, it wasn't funny at all. No, I've I've literally have done that every single time coming back into the show. You know. <laughs> I know. I, lo- I so, love it. It's your tag. It's it's my it's my it's my thing, man. So okay, so Callaway, so you decide, so you're in Nashville, you're throwing on parties, you're you're doing all this, you're doing all this stuff. I mean, what was the thing that made you want to come out here? What 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 was it like? You were just like, you know what? I think now LA is the place. Like, did you did you have friends out here? Did you know anybody out here? Because when I moved out here, I didn't know a single soul, like at all. I had well, I've been on yeah, like a couple so my- tours before that where, you know, people influenced me to come out here and maybe I could like talk to people or figure it out, but uh, you know, it was it, it was rough. Yeah. First couple of years, I think. Uh, so, so I, I moved back home for the summer. My brother got married, so I, I lived with the parents and, and my whole family. And um, 
my brother got married. He moved to San Francisco. So I wanted to be there for that. Did my first best man speech and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then it was, it was kind of a decision if I wanted to move back to Nashville or I wanted to go somewhere else. And, um, a couple of my, my best buddies from high school, Lyle and Cameron and uh, Max actually all live down here now and they don't do music, but they are out here. My buddy and roommate Lyle is a creative and, um, and I was like, okay, well, I got, I got some people I can live with. Um, I love these friends and, um, let's try something new. Let's be around some, some people that aren't, uh, all musicians. There's, there's a, sure. there was something I was talking to with some of my friends. It was like, uh, it's like, if you're, if you're only living in the music scene, you're going to only kind of write about writing music or like, you're only going to write about the music scene. It's like, it's like, I, I don't know. It's like, I want to like live like the life of people that aren't musicians that are not romanticizing the life all the time and be like just a normal person and then try to ride around that, I guess. Yeah. I guess I kind of thought that would be fun. <laughs> right. Like it's, it's like, you know, those people that always are rapping about rapping or singing about being a rock star or, or something like that. It's like, I'd rather just kind of pull it back and be like, what's, what's the real shit like what's the real shit what's everybody else doing and i kind of wanted to surround myself with that i guess um okay dude i think la for me is just just beautiful like i I, it feels like the varsity leagues a little bit to me too yeah really go for it here i mean i gotta be honest with me moving out here the only people i've been you know been in touch with has mostly been music people, but there's, there's been people like I also went to high school with out here and they've, they've moved out here and they've become like, you know, actors or, um, yeah, I guess musicians. Like, do like I went to high school with this. Uh, do you remember this band called Everclear? Do you remember them? Oh yeah, I do for sure. Okay. So like, I, it's so crazy. I went to, I went to high school with like, um, the drummer of Everclear, but he wouldn't be the drummer of Everclear until long after we both graduated from, from our school. But, um, and then I have, I was going to say from my, from my school, I also have this, uh, this guy I was in like a ska band with, but now he wrote a script for, uh, a movie that Mark Wahlberg starred in called infinite, which is crazy. Cause oh, I, I don't dude, know if you heard that movie, but so like, sweet. yeah. So my, but my buddy Ian wrote, I need to have him on the show too, but I, but he, you know, he came from my school. Um, this girl, Kate Maloney Schwartz is on this like Bravo TV show called, uh, meet the Vanderpumps. Or Vanderpump mm-hmm. Rules or whatever. I, I don't want. I don't watch Bravo, but um, but she's on that show. I've been on. I've been like on her podcast. She's been on my podcast. Uh, it's just it's weird where life takes takes you. So I think that like you know the fact that you're out here and you're able to connect with people that were from your hometown is pre- is is really cool. And it, it's 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 special because yeah. you guys can also form some sort of a community out here. You know. But I I, I think that's what yeah. music is all about. At the end of the day, it's just like, is it good? Are you at the right place at the right time? takes a little bit of stroke of luck mm-hmm. but also like when you get that luck is, is is the talent going to um is it going to shine i guess you could say yeah you know yeah yeah so i, I, mean, I remember as much as i like yeah go ahead oh no no i was saying I, I i was gonna say you know i i remember going to your um you know fish was inviting me to your your cd release party the other night or your single release party and i showed i showed up very very late and it was because I was yeah. I was going to see this band flogging Molly over at the uh, over at the uh, Palladium, but I but I showed up yeah, and I yeah. just I just remember there was like a lot of people in there and it, it looked like you had a successful uh, launch. I, I I couldn't be there at at like you know eleven o'clock or whatever, but I got I got there much later and there were still people uh, hanging yeah, out and it looked like everybody was having was, a good time. 
It was really, really fun. Yeah. Um, good turnout. I had a bunch of friends come and, you know, as much as like, as much as I say, like, I love being around friends that don't make music. I also love, and I, I find myself having to be around friends that do make music. You know what I mean? Sure. Like again, back to fish, like fish is one of my, my best friends out here now that, that makes music and, and Brian and, um, and just, you know, I live on the West side, um, and everything, all the music stuff is in, is in, uh, you know, Hollywood and Burbank and the Valley and stuff like that. So I, I, um, I'm like, when I first moved out here, I was like, why the hell wouldn't I live by the beach? You know, like whatever. And now I just find myself driving 50 minutes to an hour every day to go, you know, to a studio or, or, um, you know, meet some, meet some music friends or even just go out to dinner and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. It's like a must out here, I think, in L.A. too, you know? Dude, I remember, God, when I first moved out here, I remember, like, living in, uh, well, I lived in Pasadena because I went to um, a music school, and I ended up dropping out, like, mm-hmm. after the first three months because it, it just wasn't for me, and it was just, it was expensive, and I couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. So I dropped out, and uh, I ended up, like, spending a lot of time in Orange County, but I remember, because the band I was in at the time was living in Orange County, but I remember also, like, coming up here so often, and I, and I don't think it was until around 2006 where I finally just was like, okay, I don't belong in orange County. I, I belong in Los Angeles, you know, but I I mean, orange County is really pretty too, but it just seems like, um, it just wasn't my, it wasn't my vibe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's like what I'm learning too. Is like my vibe. I love the beach. Like I don't, I would, man, I'm like, I'm like a five minute drive to the beach. So I'm like, why would I go anywhere? Like, why would I leave, you know, or whatever. But, um, but it's like, oh, I mean, if I really want to make this happen, it's like, I might just need to get a house in, in the valley somewhere or um, right. somewhere over there, more yeah, central. Man. But, uh, hey, I have a question for you. So, so you've been in this business and back to, you know, the, the advice thing is yeah. when you look back, because you've done, you've done the touring, you've done oh, yeah. um, all the studio stuff, the album stuff, the radio stuff. What are like your most cherished? memories and and what should i how how do i make sure to not miss those those things that that are so probably easy just easily dismissible and missable <laughs> i mean i think it's all about just when you when you're <laughs> when you're creating it's just it's just being in the moment wherever you are you know it's it's really yeah. easy to um lose sight of, of what's right in front of you because i mm-hmm. my, the way my brain works typically is that like i'm already i'm already at the next thing you know like, so like if I'm, it's yeah. so weird. Like sometimes I'd catch myself like playing a show and while I'm in that moment, I'd be thinking about the show coming up like tomorrow, you know, or like, okay, mm-hmm. we're going to get off stage and we got to drive like 12 hours or something. You know, I wasn't ever yeah. thinking about like, wow, this is like so amazing. I, I wasn't thinking like that when I was starting, I was just thinking about like, okay, well, how do I get to the next thing? You know? Yeah. So I, I think what, 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 what's good, you know, practice is just like enjoying all the things that, you know, are you know, get, not necessarily given, but, but everything you've worked hard for, just, just enjoy that moment, you know? Um, yeah, that's an awesome. Even, even awesome. if, even if you're playing like a small, even if you're playing like a small show somewhere, it doesn't matter. It's all the same, yeah. you know, small shows, big shows, um, you know, 200 people, 2000 people. It's all, it's all, the, you just have to treat it all the same. That's, that's yeah. my, that's my best did, advice. Did you like this? Did you like, do you like touring more? Or do you like studio stuff more? Or do you like, you know, you know, what, for, what was for your me, like, I loved, uh, I always loved creating with, with people. I, I'm not, I'm not the kind of person that likes to, um, to create something on my own. I mean, I, I can, I just, I have more fun when there's another person in the room. Yeah. So, you know, 
Yeah, so I so I I would be doing that, but then like the the touring is is the is the reward. It's the payoff because then you get to go have stories and you get to go see things that um you know maybe you haven't seen before. That's all you know. So like yeah, I I've got I've gotten to go to like several countries. You know I've I've been to like you know South America and like Australia and most of Europe. Yeah, and, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I went to Denmark and. Well, I, hey, we should get in the studio. <laughs> we should get yeah, we should get in the studio. We should we should we should write a jam, dude. I'm I'm always down to collaborate. Let's write something, man. I'm I'm always I'm awesome. always down. I I feel like I I can I can do the whole thing on like Logic and um I'm just learning Ableton now, but. Uh, you know, there's there's some there's yeah. some sounds I don't know how to create. So I mean, like I again, when when I go write with people, some of the people I write with are 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 better than me, I guess you could say. And what I what oh, I mean by yeah, that me is too. they 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 just know they just know more about like uh, the the programs. But like I I have songs in my head and I have ideas. It's just I sometimes I need help um, conveying those. And I I know a lot of people are that are like oh, that. Yeah. You know. But. I love uh, I love the technical side of it, of things. Yeah, but I I uh, like production and everything like that. It's funny because everybody I go into the studio with people and they're always like, "What software do you use?" And do have you ever heard of Studio One? <laughs> yeah, Studio yeah, One. Yeah, every time I tell people I use Studio One, it's like Personas's DAW. Okay. So I was like, "What? Like why?" <laughs> so you so like, you create on that? Started with it in fourth grade. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. So so you but you've been working on. Yeah, so so you you produce like your own stuff, essentially. Yeah, yeah, all of my songs I produce pretty much. Sometimes I like co-produce them with people. That's great, um, but not often. I mean, what not what made you what made you learn all all of that stuff? Because you know, I had I had friends growing up that were like, Ryan, you really need to get in the sound now, and I just I didn't listen to them, and I sh- I should have, you know, but I was so yeah. dead set on being this like this drummer, you know, I was so yeah, I, I, yeah. I didn't want anybody to stop me from 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 doing that, and so I I feel like. You know, I, I I didn't feel like I could do all these things at once. You know, I felt like I could only do one thing at one time. So I just put all my focus in the drumming, and that's you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe 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 that's how I got here. I I don't know, you know. And then as far as <laughs> well, the sure podcast stuff goes, it's like I you know the the, the way I got the show is uh, Fish one day approached me and was like, hey man, um, you got a lot of interesting stories and you know a lot of interesting people. I think you should have your own show. And I told yeah. Fish, I was like, I don't know, man. And so finally, a year and a half later, uh, COVID hit, <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's go, let's launch it. Yeah. So it's been it's been almost two and a half years since I've had a show, but I just I just have to do wow, more man, of them. Awesome. Now. Yeah, no, it's great. So, sometimes sometimes yeah, yeah. The, the the show is really hard to do, depending on like the guest, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's yeah. Some sometimes sometimes like sometimes you have to carry it. Sometimes you know it just happens naturally. So you know, you never yeah. know, man. You know, you never know what you're gonna do. Yeah, well, I hope I didn't talk too much or too little. <laughs> no, 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 you're 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 great. I'll, I'll freestyle yeah. if you need me to. We man. got we got <laughs> like we do. We got like eight minutes left. So it's it's nuts how fast this has gone by. You know. Oh yeah, it's it's an, it's an awesome. So man. and again, thank you so much for having me on here, dude. Oh, dude, it. no, no, no problem, man. And hey, any any friend any friend of fish is is a friend of mine. So that's. Hey, that's kind the of the problem. Rule. Is everybody is fish's friend? <laughs> not everybody. I know some people fish doesn't <laughs> no, like. You know, there's some people I don't <laughs> no, like. No. You know, <laughs> no, maybe I, I'll have them on my I, show. You know, you, you know, you never know. I, I had somebody, I had somebody come up to fish, and they're like the mayor of LA. I was like, what? So you know what though, <laughs> fish so does? Enough. He literally does know everybody. It's kind, it's kind of crazy. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. A lot, a lot of great things. If there's anybody, fish. I mean, how did yeah, you, how did you and him meet? Um, he heard my song Couchsurfing, like, and I was still living in Nashville, and I think he just DM'd me, and he was like, hey, dude, I want to have you on a, Adobe Radio, and I was like, oh, man, of course, that sounds awesome, 
and then I did a phone interview with him and then um and then I just we, we stayed in contact for maybe a year or so and I would send him some of my songs and whatever and then I told him I moved out here and then like the first couple of weeks or months I was out here so I went over to Adobe Studios and I met his little dog Biggie and I just had I a good conversation with my showed him a bunch of music and then um couple taco tuesdays after that we've been <laughs> pretty good friends you know taco tuesdays yeah he loves that shit i need to ha- i need to have mike <laughs> on, on the show again it's it's been a minute you know yeah, I, yeah, I think i think episode 100 i'll bring him back you know because then we can talk about like, how yeah. i've had a show here for so long oh, yeah. and all the all the you know trial and tribulations we've had to get to get to now you know oh the two radio hosts on a radio show together the banter is going to be unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> he was actually he was actually my first guest because i just didn't know what i was doing and then the, the show kind of <laughs> evolved into to its own uh thing because I, I like the people i like to have on here are just like i like to have people that like to tell their story from you know how they got started to where, where they are now and that's that's the whole, yeah, the whole yeah. premise of uh, this show so yeah, i love it man my, my my question to you now is that you know I'm going to put you in the driver's seat now. So if, if you were to give advice to anybody to be a musician, what, what, what would it be? That's like one of the last questions I ever ask when I, when I, when I bring on people. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess one of the biggest things is just do it for the right reason. Like do it to, for what you love, I guess, like find what aspect you love about it and do it for that reason. I guess like, uh, you're not going to, you're not going to make anything great if you're not, doing anything with good intention, I suppose. Um, what advice do I have for people? Um, I think and again, we're out of time. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just playing. No, I'm, I'm just, oh, I'm just kidding. No, I, yeah, some, people, some advice I was going to say people too. are everything, man. I think. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh no. I, I was just going like, to say, uh... <laughs> sorry, man. This, this whole, this whole Skype shit, like everybody's overlapping. No, what were you saying? Oh, sorry. it's so hard. Um, I think the best part about making music, man, is just the people I've got to meet and just, uh, like the, they say the people make the place, the people make everything you do, man. Like find people you love to do it with too. And, and, uh, and just keep doing it with them and you're just going to have fun, man. And again, yeah, don't give up if, if you really want this shit. Um, right. Well, you yeah. got, you're, you're going to have to let me know when you're, when you're playing. I mean, have you, have you done a show properly out here yet? Besides your, your CD, sorry, not CD. Why do I say CD? Who listens to CDs anymore? <laughs> I need to, I need to say single record, release yeah. or, or, ju- or just I should I should start saying release. like yeah I should start saying DSP release, <laughs> yeah. digital you know um, yeah. Um, no, I haven't done a full, I haven't done a full show here yet. I man, I'd love to. I think it's just it's logistics at this point. Like you know, I got enough songs and I love playing live, man. I miss it so much. But um, you know, I played with Parrotfish for so long that I just need a band now and. Um, and they're big shoes to fill. I love those guys, and they're such talented, talented musicians. And uh, we have so many collaborations too. So when we play together, mm-hmm. it's it's awesome because me and and Connor and Matt, the singers of the band, we'll we'll get to play our collaborations together without me having to do some sort of backing track or something like that. So I, once I find somebody, man, who uh, who is invested in in the music too, and just like just wants to be in the band. Um, then, then hell yeah, dude. Then, then it's, it's about to, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's about to, it's about to pick up. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, okay. So, so we have like, we have like three minutes left. 
So what I want to know is, uh, so how, what's the best way people can find you and your music and just uh, everything, you know? Yeah. Um, man, I'm out on everything. I'm on Napster. I'm on, You're on you Napster. Know, every time you can, I'm on Napster. LimeWire is good, you know? No, um, you can find me on, I'm on Spotify and Apple Music and everything like that. If you're looking for me and actually trying to find me, just go down to, to Venice and wander around on the beach and you'll see me. You'll see you in Venice <laughs> Beach? And, yeah, you'll just see me laying down in the sand probably. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll try to get some music videos out pretty soon on YouTube and everything like that. Um, I'm about to get some TikToks going, you know. I'm about to hop on that train. I'm on all the social media and everything. So I, I came. Um, I came early to the party. Yeah. All right. Good. So I mean, like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are What are you hoping for? Like, as as part as your like aesthetic, you know? Like, what's what's? Give, give me an idea. Like, if I had to describe your sound to somebody, you know, what? How would you describe it? For somebody that doesn't oh, know, like, um, what your music sounds like, because I, I I wasn't able to play it today. Yeah, it's like uh, it's definitely like an indie alternative pop but then it has like a not very subtle hip-hop influence in it i would say like right. um it's, it's pretty beachy you know i think it's it's sun happy music i i uh i want to make music man like people always are like what's the point like i said this in an in an earlier interview but um people are like why do you make music like what are you trying to do it for what's your message and i'm like at the end of the day sometimes the best message is not having a message and just like letting people take a break from reality and, and have fun and dance and bring people together. Right. Um, and have it make you know, it like their own to, meaning. Yeah. Or you, you don't have to like change the world. I, I love the lyric part, you know, but I also, I love the, I love music that you, you don't have to listen to. That just can be in the background and just enhance other things. Um, uh, right. But I don't know, man. I think that's, yeah, that's pretty much my music. I, I, and I, I hope people listen to the lyrics though. Yeah, so so how many how many songs exist in, in your catalog right now? I got some old ones on like SoundCloud and stuff. Um and then I think on Spotify I have eleven songs. Okay. And um but you know it's And you still like haven't said, you still I haven't really played do. a show yet as as Callaway. Well no, I, I have played a show as Callaway, just not in LA. Not in LA. Okay. That that's that's what I mean, because I feel like the the first time you play there's there's probably gonna be a lot of people coming out and just wa- wanting to see what, what it's all about. You know, I hope so, man. Yeah, and I'm I'm really excited for these future songs. It's it's a whole, it's it, without sounding like you know over the top. Like I think it's I'm, it's on a whole nother level for my old music. And um, if you like the last single, you'll, you're gonna love the next one. I think. All right, well, dude, Callaway, thank you so much again for uh, just making time out of your day to come on my show. You know, I'm 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 always I'm always oh. down to meet new people. I'm always down to you know, give, give somebody a platform to, you know, share, share their, their talents with the world and every, everything like oh, that. Oh yeah. Right. So. No, I appreciate it so much, man. I hope to see you soon. And I, maybe we'll get in the studio one day or go, go ahead and talk with Tuesday or something. Absolutely, dude. So, all right, well, that oh, was, yeah, that was Callaway everybody. And, uh, make sure to go check them out. And, uh, coming up next on Adobe radio, we have Gon Fishkin and I'm here every single Thursday at 8 PM Eastern five o'clock Pacific only on Adobe Radio, and we'll, we will see you next week. Thanks again, Callaway. Thank you, Ryan.